What's up, guys? Ours version one here, and welcome back to another edition of the Three Way Dance Wrestling Podcast. And you can't have a three way dance unless it's three of us. So joining me as always is Shelby, aka Shubs, best in the world. God. And joining me as always is he's the meaning in your life. He's the inspiration, Nick. Bring feeling in my life, the inspiration. What's up, everybody? All oh, right, Chicago. And we took last week off, even though I think we said at the end of that episode, hey, we're going to do something next week. Uh, we didn't. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we sat there like after the pod and said, what are we going to do next week? And we I, we didn't want to do another retro paper review. I didn't have time to whip up a movie review. Uh, so we we finally just said, fuck it, break. You know? uh, nice but this too. week, we're back from break. And uh, we're going to be looking at AEW's pay-per-view offering of Double or Nothing. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be playing our games that we, you know and love. It came from eBay. Three-word dance plus a new game that uh, Shelby suggested to the group. So we're going to bring that out. Plus, we got a sports solicitor of the week because I, I fucking had a writer's block on impromptu promo. And, uh, of course, we're going to play He Said What, maybe, because I just realized that I don't have any written down. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I wasn't as prepared as I thought it was. Once I was just saying it, like we're gonna play. He said, oh, "Fuck! I don't have any written down." Um, uh, and even though we were gone for two weeks, uh, not, not a lot of news happened. Again, it's like one of those things where like we have news, but it's all pay per view related, so mm-hmm. there's no point in talking about it now. And you know, um, so let's talk. Let's talk about a name change here first, and let's talk about L A. Night, no longer L.A. Night. L.A. Night debuted on SmackDown the Friday we took our break, um, and that he is no longer L.A. Night. He is now Max Dupree, and just doesn't have the same ring to it. No, no, but it rolls off the tongue just as well. It does, but if they're not going to do anything with it, and all indications say they're not, then what was the point? Yeah, but E. Lie Drake, L A Knight, Max Dupree. Uh, one of those just doesn't fit. Nah, I think it works. Yeah. Max Dupree. Fit. I think it fits. Your opinion no. is wrong. <laughs> Whether it's a good name or not, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but. And, and Mason <laughs> Monsoor aren't going to be part of Maximum Male or Male Maximum, whatever the fuck it is maximum yeah. male models or whatever the fuck it mace is. wouldn't fit i don't think but i think monsoor could fit given the right tools that's where i'm like that's where it, that kind of like drops me from the gimmick a little bit is i'm like ooh, i don't know about a model gimmick in wwe they don't usually i mean rick martell was good don't, but it just feels sylvan like it, was not it runs like that that fine line of like oh we're gonna turn him into a porn star or something stupid like that so i don't know well, it kind of worked for Val Venus. I mean, it did, but I, I, I can't see it. But that was a different Eli. time, though, too, though. It was a different time. I can't see it working for that Eli That was the Drake. time when Orgasmo was like, yeah. looked at as gold. <laughs> that movie is still gold, but like, there's a lot of people that would not say so. Yeah, right. Orgasmo. I, I just don't like the name change. Hey, speaking of name change, though, um, the Wednesday that the last episode of the podcast debuted... There was a debut on AEW with a new name change. John Morrison no more. He is now Johnny Dynamite. 
which would have been a great name, but they went with Johnny Elite. I mean, you say now he's known as, but I'm pretty sure that was just a one shot. Unless well, he also he's doing a progress tournament as Johnny Progress. Yeah, Um, like he's not not under contract with AEW. I just think Johnny Dynamite would have been a way better name. It would have been, but you know, now he's Johnny Dark. Well, I mean, he might as well be Johnny Dark (laughs) because he's on Dark this coming week. And then he's going to be Johnny Elevation. (sighs) Did did they really make his name Johnny Dark? No, it's still Johnny. Oh, that would have been fucking Because he was on Dark that I said Johnny Dark. That's one of those, like, small, ridiculous, like, um, critiques that, like, Tony Khan takes in is he's like, well, I'm not going to call him Johnny Dynamite because he's going to wrestle on Rampage and, like, Dark, so then I have to keep changing his name. So he just goes with the lead. But if it's a one-shot, like Nick said it could possibly be, why not just Johnny? I mean, that name just made itself. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and I didn't think of that until you just said it. Tony Khan fucking up, and we'll talk more about Tony Khan fucking up later. (sighs) Will we? Fuck. Yeah. We're saving that for the pay-per-view portion. We'll talk about the elephant in the room during the pay-per-view portion. You know? Uh, But also, on that show, uh, I have to mention this because I love this person. Um, but also debut, not, well, I, yeah, debuting was Johnny Lee, but also returning to the company, the fired idol, Maki Ito, returned. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Dude, I saw, was that the match with Britt Baker? Yes. I saw the first five seconds of this match, and I had to turn it off. I was watching it at a friend's place. I had woken up after a night of drinking. And my friend walks in the room and stares at it and is like, what the hell are you watching? And then I was like, I don't know anymore. And I just shut the TV off. (laughs) She's like bawling her fucking eyes out in the ring. Isn't she like the queen of shit and piss or something, too? That I was unaware of. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she like giggity. Because <laughs> she did like some kind of weird porn in Japan or something. She tweeted out that she was like the king or queen of shit and piss. This was a long time ago. I, I'm rocking it. Yeah, I'm rocking a wiki on that one. Shimaki Ito. Oh, yeah, I'm rocking Yeah, okay, wait. Filmography. Here we go. Okay, these are all in Japanese, so I don't know. <laughs> like well, wait a minute. Months. I'm going to rock a wiki on this and see what's happening here. That's what I'm doing too, but nothing is here. Professional uh, wrestling, early life. Yeah, nothing. Uh, she also, made her apparently she also said she's of, the queen of fuck, which I don't know what that means. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, she did. She said that. What does that mean? <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, it doesn't really say much on her wiki. IMDB. Let's see what you got. This is something you shouldn't have brought up because now it's that's just what like, I'm like. Because I'm like, I'm really curious. Like, did she Maki make that? Ito. I could be wrong, but I've definitely oh, heard. Shit. I definitely heard she oh, tweeted that. Hold on here. We got an IMDb page. She's born in July, July twenty second, nineteen ninety five. She's an actress known for Dynamite, Mina Suito, and Ada Part Two. We got here, Mino Sweet Total. In 2016, what's this? I'm Japanese. 
movies look like porn. comedy. Yeah, this doesn't look like porn. Okay, maybe uh, she didn't do porn, but she definitely made that tweet. Which okay, one? well, maybe she just did it to fucking mess with people. She's fucking weird anyways, and I didn't like it. <laughs> She's fucking uh, adorable. Ada to Zetsubo is the second part shows things for me, host part of you, and reflects back on the death of a close friend, which triggered the later incident. So that's not porn either. Um, yeah. She's fucking adorable, and I love her. I just, I laughed when I saw her show up, because it was like, oh, great, great wins. Yeah, yeah that, that part kind of sucked, but it was good to see. It was good to see. Wait a minute, hang on, It was good to see her back for one one last match. Hey, speaking of one last match, uh, Ric Flair's last match is rapidly approaching, and there's a rumor that an old rival may be in that match, and that old rival may be brother. No, no. That's the rumor. Oh my fucking rumor in your window would have it. Hogan's gonna team with the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> They're not gonna do that. Well, <laughs> can we just not have this happen? <laughs> oh, oh my it's already sold out. It's gonna happen. Or maybe so David like... Flair. David Flair could just lay down and let his dad pin him, and that's it. Like. So this is like Conrad Thompson does like the star cast, I think. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's in production with that. But I guess because they're calling it a Jim Crockett promotions production, they talk to, is it Davy Crockett still alive? One of them anyways, one of the sons that was still alive. I think it was David. Um, and I think that's how they got the Crockett name, but it's just, it's so weird. And like, does anybody really want to see Ric Flair like die in the ring? Cause I don't. And like, What's that going to put on the people, not only in the match, but like the promoter, which I guess then would be Conrad Thompson. (laughs) But look at at Hogan, though, too. There's no way Hogan should be in there, too. Like, yeah, basically, like, here's two funerals in one. Thanks for buying pay-per-view. Imagine Hulk Hogan Hogan dropping the leg on Ric Flair and Ric Flair just turns the fucking dust. (laughs) It's just like his his face just switches (laughs) into the mat. Um... (laughs) When was their match in TNA? Was that 2011? Somewhere around then. Yeah, and that was bad then. Well, yeah. you understand, I think, you know, that was like Ric Flair not really being Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair is actually training to make this somewhat good. But yeah. Hogan, I don't know what kind, I think Hogan just had knee surgery or something. Yeah, I think you're right. But I mean, you know? still. They're, they're, they haven't wrestled in 10 years, and they yeah. were, like, you know, turning to dust back then. <laughs> I just, fuck. Money and divorces, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Alimony. Yeah. Space, maybe, maybe space it'd be, uh, a few too many times. Maybe it'd be great to split them apart. Hey, speaking of split, uh, rumor has it, and judging from the last few weeks of television, that the brand split is officially over. <laughs> Kevin Owens has been showing up on SmackDown. Shinsuke is showing up on Raw. Um, that, I mean, or, that or either the wild card rule is back. Take your pick. They they basically have like eight stars now that they like constantly have in every segment. So <laughs> how do you make two rosters out of eight stars? 
<laughs> four on one show, four on the other. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do everybody has like a one on one match and then a big eight main tag. There was show. more for them to do with CM Punk, Sheamus, and John Cena when everybody walked out during the Triple H's and Power Storyline. You can even wear my blazer. I'm in. <laughs> Are we mad that the brand splits over? Or No, not at all. It, 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 they don't have the roster for it anymore. They I really just don't. feel bad for those that are now going to fall victim to budget cut releases because they have one brand now. They still have two shows, though. Two shows, one brand. Yeah. Budget cuts, pal. I mean, that's probably going to happen anyways. <laughs> pretty soon, people like Akira. Pretty soon, people like Akira Tozawa is going to end up on NXT Level Up. Vacant's going to get released. <laughs> that'll be the day, right there, man. Yeah, that'll Vacant be the day. Released, shit. You know, that would be a hell of a move. Hey, speaking of move, uh, the big news uh, or one of the big stories uh, in the last few weeks has been Money in the Bank. Uh, apparently was uh, in a huge arena, huge stadium, uh, but they only sold like 16,000 tickets. So they're like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. So they moved it to the MGM Grand uh, over in Las Vegas. And apparently that's been making some buzz here. But here's here's the funny thing to the story that I want to mention. They sold 16,000 tickets. OK, mm. which I mean, maybe doesn't fill that big stadium, but, you know, all right, whatever. They emailed those 16,000 people and said, hey, we're moving to the MGM Grand. Sorry. Uh, here's a special pre-order for you. Good luck. <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't you just give those fuckers tickets to the next arena? They should have priority seating. Exactly. Because, like, if I paid, like, X amount They're of dollars. They're the ones that actually bought tickets. Yeah, if I paid X amount of dollars to go see Money in the Bank, and they're like, hey, sorry, we're moving arenas. You know, and then they're like, "Here, here's a pre pre sale code to get tickets to the next arena." And I miss so out. Oh, I'm gonna fucking flip shit. Did they? Did they give their money? They obviously gave their money. Back. Yeah, they gave no. the money back. But I'm yeah. saying, like, if you buy tickets to the show and they're like, "Hey, we're moving arenas. Here's a pre sale to the next one," and you miss out on the next one, wouldn't you be fucking furious? It would yeah, depend. I mean, I'd be angry, but at the same time, if the stadium is like thousands of miles away from me as opposed to a hundred miles away from me i'm probably not going it's like right down the road from the old stadium okay so i mean yeah if it's right down the road then i don't know if i'd be pissed but i could see why you would be yeah i i'd be fucking furious and yeah. apparently the, uh, apparently tony khan i don't know the exact story behind this i really didn't del delve too much into this tony khan made some backhanded remark towards this and everybody yeah, lost their the fucking mind he's ever had do what? The best day he's ever had included going to dinner with his father, telling Dana that WWE had to move venues and something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apparently that caused a lot of shit between. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really delve too much into it, but. Well, and it's why it's why WWE sent a uh, like a, a bus type van type deal oh, yeah, promoting Money that. in the Bank with Cody Rhodes on it to the <laughs> T-Mobile Arena on the day of Double or Nothing. It was just like, oh hey, that's amazing. Man, I saw Fuck you, you know, you know this whole like Money in the Bank thing though. I'll bet you next year 
Money in the Bank will be in Saudi Arabia. God, I hope not. You Either fucking that or MJF will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Well, we thought TLC no. was going to be in Saudi Arabia, but it turns out it's just going to be Crown Jewel. Mm. Boom, boom, yeah, but they want to make Money in the Bank like their next, like, like one of their top five pay-per-views. Money right? in the Bank should still be on WrestleMania. Yeah, 100%. You don't need a separate pay-per-view. Uh, I'm okay with it being a separate show. I was actually excited when they made it a separate show. It's just, you know, they, they, they fumbled it. Every now and then, like I don't know, like I was okay with Otis winning it. Like, okay, cool. Oh Otis yeah. Oh yeah. I was okay with Otis winning it, but then they were just. I guess that's the equivalent of booking themselves into a corner. They're like, "Yay, Otis winning!" And I guess a writer just went, "Okay, so what do we do now?" And they're just like, "Oh." It would have been easy though. <laughs> wait, 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 we got to think I, I about this. I just imagine that's how it went. Accidentally like, wins the championship because he just so happens to be at ringside for a title match. You know? Why yeah? Like, Vince was just like, I want Otis to win the money in the bank. And then he wins it, and they're like, what do we do now, Vince? He's like, oh. <laughs> That's your they're job. Like, oh, God, God. <laughs> like, just, just take it off of him, then. Fuck it. <laughs> Who just sneezed? What the fuck is happening? Why are you sneezing? <laughs> All right, so that was the news I could find this week. And we have another big story that we'll talk about when we get to the pay-per-view review. If you're Holy listening, fuck. then you know what the fuck we're going to talk about. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, so let's get to our games we like to play here. It came from eBay and the three-word dance. Let me get my eBay folder here. There it is. And we're playing the new It Came From eBay, where I give these guys three different eBay items that I found. And they have to guess which one is the most expensive. Uh, because I got tired of them trying to underbid each other. Uh, by a dollar. Yeah. Hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Ninety nine. What bucks. would you do if you were the host of the Prize is Right? Holy fuck! Somebody bid a dollar, and it would just be like technical difficulties comes up on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got to think or, that person's yeah. always pissed. They're, they're like, okay, five hundred, four fifty, three twenty five, one five hundred one. Yeah, that shit. Oh my god, I'd be so fucking pissed. Oh, fuck. All right, let me get to my items. All right, let's see what we got here. So far, the score is seven to six. Nick is up by one. I'm taking so, that lead back. Okay. <clears throat> get ready. All right. Which one of these three are the most expensive on eBay? Is it the 1988? Mini towel that features Miss Elizabeth on there. It is a picture of Miss Elizabeth just laying down, like she's like on her stomach with her feet up, you know, in her little dress and everything. It's a little mini towel. That's what it is. Yeah, mini towel. Um, is it the Steve Austin cookie jar? This is a uh, bust of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You take off the the top chest and head, and you oh, put no. the cookies in it because you know when I think cookie jar. I think Steve Austin. Oh yeah. I just like hearing bust and Steve Austin. I just <laughs> <laughs> getting sexy. Uh, and I Not forgot. Shall we <laughs> I, forgot this, I, I forgot what this item was. I just wrote WWF Bossman Warrior Hulk Hogan Texas Tornado. What the fuck was this? <laughs> that sounds familiar. Actually, I feel like you've done that item before. Have I? I, don't I think so. Maybe not. All right, so we won't do that one because I don't remember what the fuck it is. Or is it the WWF slash E, get the F 
out hat. This is the when they did their promotion from switching the WWF to WWE, the get the F out. They had get the F out hat, see? That's pretty cool. The Miss Elizabeth, uh, whatever that is. All right, the Miss Elizabeth mini towel. And what do you think of it, Shelby? Somebody Cookie. used that as their jerk off towel. You know that. <laughs> Cookie jar. Points, Shelby. Yes. The Stone Cold Steve Austin cookie jar is going for $65. Wow. $65. $65. Uh, $6 um, more than I would pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Out of these three, which is the most expensive? Is it the 1990 Ultimate Warrior Mini Soap? That hotel mini soap that features Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> is it the 1997 Sable Pillow? It is like one of those like throw pillows you'd put on your couch, but it, it, it features Sable on there. Ooh, kinky. Or is it the 1997 Sable T-shirt that features Sable? It has like Sable like vertical, and then it has like Sable in this tight leather outfit wearing glasses. Which one of these items are the most expensive on eBay? The Sable Pillow. Sable Pillow. Shelby? I think you go the pillow as well. Just no points. are not actually. Ah. No points. It is actually the 1997 Sable T-shirt that is going for the price. Fuck off. That is going for the price of $499.99. Gross. It's going for the safe bet there, figuring I'd get points. Sorry, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> but that is gross. <laughs> All right. For the last three here, your three items. Is it the Stone Cold Steve Austin Kids Toothbrush? It is a child's toothbrush where on the handle there's a bust of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Brushing with the Texas rattlesnake. There you go. You know? <laughs> or oh, if, if his theme music played while you brushed, that would have been amazing. They had those Dude, for a while, just not with Steve I Austin. have two of those. I have one that plays... John Cena and Daniel Bryan's music, the one that plays Randy Orton and The Rock. No, it's <laughs> Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan and John Cena and The Rock. So. Uh, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, there you go. Two minutes um, of each theme for the time you should use. Two minutes? Holy yeah. shit. All right. Um, or is it the lot of four 1991 Hulk Hogan sealed toothbrushes? These are four sealed toothbrushes that feature Hulk Hogan on the front. And strangely, the, the boxes are blue and yellow for Hulk Hogan, but the toothbrushes themselves are pink. Yeah, really Probably. weird. Yeah. Uh, or is it the 1986 Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, and Ricky Steamboat lunchbox with thermos? The toothbrushes. The, which one? The, kid, the Stone Cold or the Hogan's? The Hogan's. The Hogan's. And Shelby? Lunchbox. Points. Shelby. Yes. And that puts you into the lead. Oh, buddy, it feels yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's just a wow. game. You don't have to bust a nut for it. Jesus Christ. I will if I choose to. Oh, my God. We'll be busting that nut later. Gross. <laughs> oh, I will. The score is now Gross. seven to eight. Shelby is up by one. And now we're going to move on to our uh, other game we like to play here, the three-word dance, where we give each other three words and see if uh, 
that relate to a wrestler and see if we can figure them out. Um, I'll go first here. All right, your first three words are gap, raw, door. Hmm. Father Dudley. No, none of the Dudleys. <laughs> Gap, raw, door. Cody Rhodes. No. What? Dustin Rhodes. No. Oh my God. Dusty Rhodes. No. <laughs> Gap, ball, door. Hmm. Yeah. Door, raw, door. Yeah. Fuck, this is a hard one. That's what she said. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian, Christian. What? No. No, Chris Chris Jericho. No. Hint. God, I, I really hope this doesn't give it away, but underground. Shane McMahon. What? Shane McMahon. What did Shelby say? Dabakato. I know to both. Homeless. Damn it, there it is. Ah, I knew that would give it away. I don't know why I went with it. Gap because of the gap teeth. Raw because well, Raw Underground or Raw Tag Team Champion. Door he was a doorman on Raw Underground. Ah. Huh. <clears throat> All right. Next three words. First. Bad. Commentator. Jesse Ventura. Nope. Oh. Mike tonight. Nope. Okay, FBC is nothing. <laughs> um, first bad commentator. Is it Dusty Rhodes? Nope. Kind of warmer though. Roddy Piper. No, colder, colder. Oh, <laughs> Orville Brown. No. Damn. <laughs> they didn't even have commentary oh, back then. I was oh, going to say first kind of fits Orville Brown. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. Monsoon? No. Heenan? No. Michael Cole? No. Gordon Soley? Nope. Lance oh, Russell? Um, nope. Um, Michael Hayes. Nope. Oh. I think you were still warmer with Dusty. Although you might not pull that when you're thinking of it right now. (laughs) I'm stuck on Michael Hayes now because I'm like Bad Street USA. He's a commentator. Uh, Yeah. Um, no. Um, Doc Hendricks. Yeah, Doc Hendricks. Yeah. First bad commentator. Taz? Nope. 
Dom West? Nope. Jim Ross? Nope. Joey Styles? Nope. You're just naming commentators. You're not even trying. (laughs) Big Dick Dudley. (laughs) Gary Lawler? No. I don't know how these words would work, but Tony Schiavone? Nope. Yeah, it's, it's close with Dusty. Dusty. Yeah. Mark Madden? Nope. Dick Murray? Bongo. Nope. Nope. Hint. Hint. News. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Praise him. Praise him in all his mercies. First bad commentator news. Mike Adamley. Nope. Magnum TA? Nope. PN News? What? No. <laughs> First bad commentator news. And it's not Michael Hayes. No. There's two words that you really need to focus on here. I'm not going to tell you which two. Fuck. The bad news brown? No. Bad news Barrett. Wade Barrett, that's correct. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, The first um, NXT winner, uh, bad news Barrett. And he commentates for NXT now. That's why when I said you're close with Dusty, because Dusty did do commentary on NXT. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking WCW when he did commentary. Yeah, I kind of figured you would. That's where I was stuck. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. So he got a bicycle. (laughs) Three words. House. Chair. Hat. Dwarf Strickland? No. House, chair, hat. Malachi Black? No. ACH. No. Uh You said that like you were disappointed in me. Jesus. House, chair, Oh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's self-explanatory. That's good. I don't have to explain that one. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's go with... Okay, this should be a fun one. <clears throat> the three words are death, judge, gate. Edge. No. Undertaker. Fuck! (laughs) Death, because he's billed from Death Valley Judge. He was the judge in Wrestler's Court. And Gate, the Hell's Gate submission. Fuck, I didn't expect you to get get there that fast. Next three words. Double. Family. Glock. Cody Rhodes. No. Double, family, and what? Glock. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, Glock Anderson, Double A. Oh, it's Glock. The Andersons. 
Yeah. All right. So, next three words: angle, evolution, reflection. Randy Orton. Nope. Angle, evolution, and reflection. Yep. Yep. Ronda Rousey. No. Reflection. That's the word I'm stuck on, bro. Mm hmm. Triple H. No. Ric Flair. No. Batista. No. Mark Kendrick? Yep. Oh, son of a so bitch. So he was part of Angle's group with uh, Luther Reigns and Kurt Angle, of course. Evolution, because he was earmarked for evolution uh -huh. until Batista took over the role and the reflection of perfection marked in drag. Wow, I just pulled that name out of my ass. <laughs> All right, let's see you get this one. Okay. Your three words are devil, pretty, interviewer. Dan has. Now, what? If you didn't want to Allie? play this week, Allie, no. Funaki. No. Bobby Maria? Heenan? No, for Bobby Heenan, would you say, Nick? Maria. No. Christy Hemme. No. Ivory? No. Tyler Breeze. No. What? Yeah. Todd Grisham. You didn't want to play this week. <laughs> Todd Grisham? No. God, I miss Todd Grisham. Yeah. Little squirrely fuck. And Joey Matthews. You mean Joey Mercury? Or, sorry, uh, Josh Josh Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, well, like TNA, why don't you go watch their show? It's probably on at 3 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> well, they're so good. Moose. <laughs> no, not moose. Um, Devil, pretty interviewer. Hint. Um. Your hint being uh, you're welcome. Perry Satter? No. Oh, Terry Runnels. Yep, there it is. Oh, fuck. Fuck. I knew that was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Devil, because she was known as the She-Devil. Mm. Pretty, she was in Pretty Mean Sisters. And then she became the Raw interviewer. Yeah. I'm surprised oh, it shit. took me that long. Uh, changing one word on this before we do it. We're live, pal. <laughs> uh, next three, well, final three words for me. Uh, serious. Canada. Storm. Stickers. Fuck. I shouldn't have started with serious. Wow. What word did you change? Uh, I changed um, flags to stickers. 
for oh. the stickers that he put on the belts. I shouldn't have used Sirius. I should have used something else. Oh, well. All right. So my final three words are laugh, America, first. Laugh, America, Ted DiBiase? Oh. You're going on. You're guessing that based on laugh only. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you could kind of count first. First million dollar champion. Uh, I guess you yeah. Yeah. I was basically going off laugh. I'm like, he's yeah, got to be first to something. <laughs> and he's American. <laughs> But the word is America, not American. Yeah, but if he's an American, then he lives in America. Not necessarily. Ah, true. He was born yeah. in America. Laugh America. Who has a weird laugh? Hugh Morris? No. Bill DeMott. That's the same dude. <laughs> Seth Rollins. No. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Um. Did it laugh? America first. This can't be that hard. It's somebody who laughs, somebody who lives in America, and the first said something. It can't be that hard. It's got to be a person. No. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm trying to break this down. The more you know. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going home. Uh, you are, <laughs> you are home. You don't know that. I'm pretty Fuck sure. You, you don't tell me shit about what I do. If you're in your car in your driveway, you're still home. This is true. This is true. Hint. Backyard having a cigarette, you're still home. Backyard having a cigarette, you're still home. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> Is that actually the hint? No. Okay. Wait, okay. are you asking for a hint? Yeah, we're asking for a hint. Yeah, hint's when he said hint. Shit. <laughs> uh, um... I, I, Hall of Fame. Uh, Teddy Biazzi. No. Oh. Iron Sheik? Hang on, bonus hint, uh, Africa. Oh, Tony Atlas. There you go. Ah. Simba. So, uh, wait, hang on there. Uh, laugh, his laugh, America, <laughs> Mr. USA, the first uh, African American WWF tag team champions. There we go. 
All right, I have a bonus one here. <laughs> the three words are mace, inner, zip. LA Knight. No. Miss. Damn it! <laughs> Stupid guy is locked! I was waiting for one. Every time you guys said one, I was like looking at it. <laughs> Fuck, he saw right through it. God damn it. What was it? Mace, inner, zip. Miss. <laughs> Nick is never gonna catch on to that. He's not. No. Hey, I I I take that as something that I'm just not. Never you don't feel comfortable winning. You feel like you're better than it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That one. Fair enough. I still enjoy doing them though. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. I just literally wrote that down as y'all were as we we're trying to figure out Tony Atlas. And I was just like, wait a minute, I want to get in on this real quick. Hold on, I'm gonna get him with one, and then fucking Nick figures it, or Shelby figures it out. Fuck. Uh, All right. So that was we're gonna do the uh, your game for uh, right before sports or list of the week. By the way, makes sense. Um, yeah. All right, so before we get into... Oh, that was our games for the week, I should say. And before we get into our review of uh, AEW's Double or Nothing, got to give a quick shout-out to one of our sponsors there, the great people over at hardtofindtv.com, where you can head on over and use checkout code ARTIST, save yourself 15% on your purchase, uh, get thousands of titles, put on Blu-ray or DVD, get some subtitles thrown on there. Uh, just know that you can only use Amazon Pay at the moment, so just head on over to hardtofindtv.com use checkout code ARTIST, save 15% on your purchase. Alright, so let's get into AEW Double or, or Nothing here, and let's now address one bit of news here, because the first match of the night is Wardlow taking on MJF, and the big story going into this, at first it was MJF decided not to show up to AEW Fan Fest, which at first glance kind of just looked like MJF just playing MJF. Mm. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I could see where you would think that, too. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah. this is just MJF playing MJF. But again, it just it was one of these stories that just blew up. Mm -hmm. You know, apparently it wasn't MJF. And for all I know, you know, if this is a work, if all this shit that we're about to talk about is a work, this is fucking genius. This is yeah. shit, pal. You know? Uh, but if it's real, then, oh, fuck. You know? Um, but it uh, turns out that he did not show up to the FanFest thing. And there, it was even uh, up in the air whether or not he was going to show up for this match. Uh, apparently, he is uh, in a fucking blood feud, supposedly, with uh, Tony Khan over pay and how much he's getting paid and all this shit. I think uh, maybe creative in there. I don't know. Uh, I think it's mostly pay. Yeah. You know, he's done so, a lot for the company in the past fucking two years and he's still oh, yeah. getting paid like a fucking nobody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like the, I'd probably say he's the top heel. Oh yeah. hundred percent. He's the top he's... heel. There's no doubt about it. You're going to say something. Nick? No, I said easy. He's the top heel. Yeah. Okay. So, that was all uh, pretty much, you know, there's probably more that we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Like mm -hmm. I said, at first, from first glance, it just, I thought it was just MJF being the MJ, MJF character. Yeah. You know, 
Like, he's not going to show up to Fan Fest. Fuck the fans. Ha, ha, ha. I'm better than you, you know? <laughs> Just to get more heat because he exactly. does tend to get cheered sometimes. And when he's trying to get Wardlow to smash him over, you kind of want him to be booed throughout. And he was fucking heavily booed. I don't want to get I too know, much when into you the play, match. But... And, you know, and like I've said before, MJF is like one of the last keepers of quote-unquote kayfabe. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he doesn't want to be the heel. that like, yes, His I'm a bad guy on TV, but then... After the show, he'll meet you afterwards and fucking sign autographs and shit. He'll sign autographs, but have you seen those autograph sessions? Yes. Oh my fucking god, they're gold. Yeah. <laughs> like you know? he has to do it, unfortunately, which is kind of shitty. But he makes he does such a good job of it, you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like you know, if you you go to a WWE and you run into like I don't know Liv Morgan after the show, if she's if she's not busy and you hand her something to sign, more likely she'll sign it. You know, yeah. or like even like somebody like Edge, who's a heel on TV. Yeah. But if you catch him like backstage after the show or something, he'll probably sign something for you. MJF, if you find him at an airport, he'll probably tell you to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and know? if you ask him to sign something, he might throw it in your face. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so at first glance, him not showing up, I just thought, okay, that's just yeah. MJF playing MJF. Yeah. You no, know? but then once it came out that like he might not show up, I was like, oh shit, this this is a little bit more serious than we thought. Mm-hmm. Know? Especially with the talk of, you know, I'm out of here. You yeah. Know? I was like, oh, shit. And how much um, he's been talking about, you know, 2024 and his promos live on Dynamite lately and shit, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it was it was interesting to see it all unfold before the pay-per-view. Apparently, like, um, he got there, like, right when the, sh- like, when the buy-in was going on. Mm. And he disappeared to go change. And, like, even when his music played, they're like, where is he? Wow. Yeah. You know, they're like, where the fuck did he go? He is doing the bare minimum to 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 prove to Tony Khan that, like, he deserves more money. You know, if yeah. you're not going to give me the money, then I'm just going to do what I need to do in the ring, and I'll fucking see you later when yeah, my they said contract's when his up music, in 2024. They said when his music played, he wasn't even in Gorilla. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. And they were just like, where is he? And then he showed up and went to the ring. And I, I, I even wrote down as the first note, look who decided to show up. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said, too. Well, MJF made it to the arena. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. And then the second note I wrote down, is this Wardlow or Goldberg? <laughs> Honestly, the second wrote, note I wrote down was the he showed up chant. <laughs> and that was my third note. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 wait. That was my fourth one because they wrote a fuck him up. They, they chanted fuck him up. Yeah. Uh, fuck him up, LOL. I laughed at that one. Then they, then I wrote, he showed up, Chan. Uh, <laughs> so I love, you know, what killed me was that MJF tried a fucking sunset flip. And what killed mm-hmm. me about it was that he tried the sunset flip and um, Wardlow just stood there and you just see MJF still trying to just bring him over. <laughs> like, he's not flipping over. He just, yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's giving it his all. He had to. And at that I, point. I can't remember what it was. Um, but there was a, um, I think, I think MJF got like a pinfall or something on where I think don't quote me on that, but it was like a one count or something. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I was like, can you imagine if for some reason MJF went over? I was trying oh, to figure out a way that would... they could like do it and not have the, you know, Wardlow disappear type thing. Cause that I think would have been the best way to end this match if they could have made it, it work. God, because that crowd would have fucking lost it. Oh, yeah, they would have fucking... Oh, it would have been amazing. It would have been um, amazing. 
I, I love that Warlow flexed on him, like, ah! and then and just poked him in the eye. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. Um, like, MJF, fuck you! MJF, fuck you, champ! Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, MJF going for the ring, and Warlow and the ref just looking at him. Fucking gold. Yeah. Um, Powerbomb City. This wasn't much of a match. No, but, but it like, didn't with really all need the to. little with all the little shit in there, like the ref looking and shit, I had to give it three stars. Yeah. I only yeah. gave it two and a half. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> well, you can kiss my ass there, pal. Oh, whip I, your uh, ass out. I gave it a four. I, I, I four on my ass to Iowa. Put it on your front doorstep. All right. Good hey. morning. Kiss your wrong ass in. You can lick it, too. <laughs> lick that crack. <laughs> Get so I gave this a four. Juice in there. <laughs> Let Shelby t- talk about his four. Um, can't deal honestly, with the taint. Like you said, it wasn't much of a match, but it was exactly what it needed to be. MJF trying to avoid Wardlow at the beginning of that match, doing everything possible to like the point where he would get caught by Wardlow and he'd thumb him in the eye or bite his head or something like that to like near the end of the match when he fucking begs him off and says, I'll quadruple your pay was fucking incredible. (laughs) Um, Just so good. I just wonder if MJF staying, what's next for MJF. And if he is staying and him and Tony Khan have reached to an agreement, I think I know what's next for MJF. We'll get onto that later. He's going to be Maxwell Jacob Mazan. No, see if he if he uses whoever Cody used for a lawyer, I think that he could get a pretty sweet fucking contract. Maxwell Jacob Mizanin. MJM. There's so. his cooler older brother. I fucking uh, hope not. Steals his wife. Uh, apparently, as of this, uh, as of yesterday, they were uh, MJF was still in Vegas, and he and Tony are supposed to have a sit down meeting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm All sure right. we'll Coming find up. out in the next couple weeks what happens with that. Yeah. Coming up next is uh, Nick and Shelby's favorite tag team, the Young Bucks, taking on the Hardys <sighs> in a elite versus delete. And please, oh my God, can we, why are they called delete when they don't even do the whole, you know, the seven deity when they don't do that fucking bullshit? Yeah, I mean, they called them the Hardys for the whole match. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that, but like they called, you know, the, yeah. the, the subtitle to the match was the Elite, the elite versus, versus the Elite. elite. But yeah. it's just yeah. like Caprice Coleman fucking commentating and didn't have any place. This match had no place on this pay per view. Jeff Hardy looked fuck. Fuck this match. Uh, basically, I gave it a two. Uh, Matt Hardy looking like Fat Hardy again. Um,. I did like the nice suplex splash by the Hardys. That was pretty good. Good reversal to the um, to the what? Oh, good reversal to the poetry in motion. I thought that was good. Uh, how the hell did Jeff's boot come undone? Did, did I miss that? I don't even remember seeing that. Yeah, his boot was undone for a bit. Then he disappeared for a while and the boot was back on. Hmm. Um, nice somersault plancha to the floor. I, I believe it was by one of the Bucks. Um, nice splash moonsault by the Bucks. Uh, how was I forgot which buck it was, but how was that buck not dead after that swanton on the stairs? Um, anybody who's listened to this podcast usually knows that when I watch a young buck match, 
whoever they're in there against. I'm usually all for it and shit. I'm usually like, fuck yeah, this is a great match. This one didn't really feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really into this one. Uh, the highest I could give it, because, I mean, from what I read, Hardy was a little fucked. Uh, apparently, the match with Darby Allen has them all fucked up. I can only um, imagine. Yeah, so I, two and a half was the best I could give this one. Um, so, I'm surprised that uh, they put the Hardys over, for first off. Um, that one got me, too, yeah, because I, yeah. I really wasn't thinking the Bucks were winning. I would have too, and I don't know. It just it's it surprised me. I was I was actually liking this match. Um, they didn't jump start at the beginning like in every single Bucks match. There wasn't the bullshit on the floor or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it kind of broke down, and Jeff Hardy feels well past his prime, and maybe that's just because of that match he had. But they've kind of ruined the Hardy Boys by putting them on AEW television week in and week out in matches this should have been the first match to happen when jeff hardy came over and they took so long to get to it it just didn't feel the same um all the flying around in the fucking stairs and shit i gave it two out of five i had that two and a half but i downgraded it to two because fuck that match I mean, go back and listen to previous AEW shows we've done about the Bucks and listen to me sing their praises about how good their matches are. But this, this is a rare time where I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe it's their dance partners here. Maybe The Hardys need to retire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the Hardys as much as the next person. I mean, come on, version one. Come on, that's yeah. where I get the shit from. But, yeah, yeah I mean, he was, he was looking more like, you know, TNA Hardy, Fat Hardy again. And... and Jeff seemed unsure of himself. He was taking forever to get to the top rope and, and do a that's move. Maybe, few, baby. <laughs> maybe maybe that's also due to the, the Darby Allen match. But again, that's another thing, too. They had this no rules match in the Owen Hart Cup tournament between Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen when they should have saved it for a pay-per-view and, you know, Not gotten some buys Darby out of it. Darby should have went a lot farther in that tournament than getting bitched out to Jeff Hardy. Dar- Darby should have won that match for sure. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Or, right. Jeff, or Jeff. Coming up next, we have Jade Cargill, that bitch. Mm. Um, not an insult, that's what she calls herself. That bitch, Jade Cargill, take, defending the TBS championship against Anna J. Jungle Boy um, is a lucky man. <laughs> Who, who's he dating? Which one? And Jay, isn't it? Oh, okay. I didn't know. Shit. Oh, shit. Jay Cargill's husband is a lucky man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the match literally just started, and I noticed that Anna Jay already r- ripped her pantyhose. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> oh, like, there was like a huge tear, like in one of the legs. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You just got there. Um, there was a nice uh spin kick in the corner by Anna Jay. Um, fucking hor- uh John Silver fucking ran out to the ringside at one point and the way he ran out i'm just like is he just a taller hornswoggle he's uh-huh. just a goof that's the problem just, like, run, just go back and watch goof. how he ran out to the ring i'm like he's, is this fucking e- he's just like fucking a tall hornswoggle looking uh, like many me yeah you know uh this was not jade's best outing no um but it was passable uh, so I, I only gave it two and a half, two stars. I'm sorry, two stars. How much did I give this one? Uh, 
I love Jade, but this match was just fucking not. Hang on here, though. Where did I put that one? Uh, Sparks. Athena. I gave it a three. Um, It was definitely the better of the women's matches of the night. As far as I saw it. And probably Jade's best performance to date. I liked Stokely Hathaway coming in. Uh, And I liked the way they talked to the same person. Yes. Three stars on this one. I actually, I didn't mind this match. And it was exactly what it needed to be, considering Jade had already beat Anna Jay. Legal weed, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I had two notes during this match. This is going on too long, and how many fucking run-ins? The finish was stupid. No. Uh, Anna Jay is a very pretty girl, and I do it think in a couple years, Jade Cargill could be a big star, but this was like really clunky and awkward. Yeah. So many times there were moves that were just fucked Stoke up, and there was like miscommunications. Away. The cr- the crossbody fallaway slam really st- st- uh, okay. sticks out. Okay, but the... Stokely Hathaway. What? Stokely Hathaway, Malcolm Biffins, the new manager of Jay Cargill and the Baddies. Hell oh, yeah! Also, that finish looked awkward and stagey. You could see Anna Jay looking to where she could Stokely put her feet so that she could Hathaway. hit that move. Fuck. One out of five. Fucking Fuck bullshit. You. Worst women's match of the night. Agreed. There was only two. It doesn't there was count. three. There Suck was three. It, bitch. <laughs> Jesus, he's getting offended. I just, I'm surprised because at the be- beginning of it, after Will gave his review of it, you're like, yeah, I don't think I've rated this match this high. And then you like looked at your notes and you're like, oh, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> hey, three isn't, isn't that high. A three out of five is decent. I'm assuming okay, it's decent. Five, but... I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. Fair enough. Probably Jade, one of Jade's better matches to date. Stokely added that much more to it. You're I look wrong. forward to watching Dynamite to see Stokely kick Sterling's ass. Hell yeah. This is not Jade. This is not a good Jade match. I'm sorry. Athena. Okay, you can't just say words and just expect me to think it's good. <laughs> Three stars. Athena. Three stars. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Next match. <laughs> six six man tag action. House of Black, Brody King, uh, Malachi Black, and Buddy Matthews taking on the Death Triangle. Even though there's four guys coming out, but whatever. Um, uh, Pack, Ray Phoenix, and Penta Oscuro. Can you just pick one goddamn name, floor. please? Yeah, please. Bro, I get confused. Like he stinks as well. You want to get closer to the mic there, buddy, so we can hear you? Brody King also looks like he stinks. Well, he's a big boy. Yeah, but, I mean, he looks like he stinks. He looks like he just can't figure it out. Sorry, right. pal. Irish Spring isn't good enough for you. Great <laughs> elbow on Phoenix by King. That fucking elbow just nailed him. Um, Swaggy nice, and gross. Nice Meteora by Buddy. Uh, sweet Poison Rana on buddy, on buddy. That was good. Uh, good double dives by the Lucha Bros. Good moonsault by Black. Uh, nice try by Brody on the dive. Pack's double mask looked like he was cosplaying Willow the Wisp. Oh, yeah. It did kind of look like it. 
I was I was getting all jazzed when Brody went for the dive. I was like, oh, this is gonna be sick, and then he almost fucking dies. Um, Chubby bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> that driver, that whatever that fucking driver move by King. Holy shit. Um, the destroyer on the apron was amazing. Uh, great finish. I kind of love this. This was three and a half stars. Um, I really enjoyed the finish. However, I left a lot to be desired the match overall. I just couldn't get into the whole idea because it's been since the start of the fucking year that they had this issue. So I get Where's my, uh, hang on here. Where's my review? Uh, I gave it a three. But only because the finish actually. Your comments are not matching your ratings. Well, the finish, the finish <laughs> paid off the 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 angle, but the angle stretched it. You know what? No, two stars. Fuck this match. Finish is good. You're like, oh man, fuck this match. Brody I didn't really like it that bitch. much. Five stars. <laughs> Brody King, the sweaty bitch. What is your? What did Brody King do to you? Look at him. People ragging on Brody King. Okay, but look at him. Look at that sweaty. He just doesn't look like he belongs. That whole group doesn't belong. That group is brutal. Honestly, Edge is doing it 10 times better in WWE. It's it's not even that great. (laughs) To be fair, House of Black was here first. Yeah, but but the Judgment Day is actually that much better. Yeah. It's like Edge saw the idea and was like, I can make this better there's not um, weird big ass sweaty brody king and buddy for whatever reason and now well hey julie hart because we spit black mist in her face the lights constantly going out in their entrance and like during the match and shit too is just it's so off-putting because it happens all Same. the time and you don't you don't really understand how it's happening it just happens you know um this is about what I expected. They started working in the middle of the match, which was kind of cool. They were grabbing holds. They were working heel. Um, when they were trying to feed, uh, I think it might have been Penta. Um, I like it better when they kind of run at him and the, the baby face just kind of knocks each one down one at a time. And then they get back up rather than like have them try and double team him. Um, but that's like a small thing. The fucking ref. Oh, my fucking God. Multi men in the ring and the ref is not counting. He's not doing anything. This ref is speckless, useless. Fuck Rick Knox. That's when I started screaming. I was very angry. Uh, why do they even bother tagging? I don't understand. If the ref's not going to do anything, then what's the fucking difference? Because it's uncensored, baby. Oh boy, <laughs> fuck this Don't match. Learn nothing, pal. Don't fuck learn this nothing. match. They were doing. They were having a decent little wrestling match in the middle of it, and just turned into lawless bullshit diving circus. Zero out of five. What? fucking hated it and you know you? what the thing is i oh, think no, if wait, they took yeah. away if they took away some of the spooky bullshit from the house of black they could actually have something good there because those three i i don't have a problem with brody king or fucking buddy matthews or fucking the other guy malachi oh, black yeah, yeah i was i was mostly talking about brody king because of nick but yeah, uh bastard and Nick and Brody King have some history we don't know about for some reason. They can why. work. They, they're they good heels. They just need to get rid of all this spooky bullshit to make this gimmick Brody better. Brody King looks like a guy I used to work overnights at a grocery store stocking cereal shelves with. Fuck guy. 
fucking stinks. What the fuck, man? Jesus. Damn, zero. Okay. All right. Damn, I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I figured you would, actually. <laughs> actually, not my match of the night. I think we all know what my match of the night is, but whatever. Um, coming up next, the finals of the first ever Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Adam Cole, baby! Taking on Samoa Joe, and oh my god. A little um, less than I expected it to be. And the finish was shit. Three stars. What? Your reviews are not matching your star ratings. (laughs) I said a little less than what I expected it to be. This should have been a classic. He did. He did did say a little less. He didn't say it was a three star. Okay. Um. Now, they said the winner... Now, this is what I want to talk about. They said the winners of these tournaments get a get a trophy slash cup, whatever you want to call it, which, okay, cool. No problem there. They also get... They each, the women and the men, they each get a belt, which, okay. And then they're like, but... Like, okay, wait, 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 why is there a but? But they don't defend the title. Then yeah. why the fuck are you giving them one? So that's that's the thing about wrestling culture now is like everybody wants the collectible belts, right? So I think that's why. And to be honest with you, they could make those and probably will make those into toys so that people can fucking buy them or replicas or whatever you want to make it. But like I can understand your frustration with it. Yeah. But I can see why they did it too. It's it's just like the belts don't mean as much as they used to. Now they're just a prop, you know, and that's being shown here. I just don't Sports see having, baby. Yeah. I just didn't see having this whole tournament. Win the trophy, put your name on it, fine, cool, whatever. Yeah, that you makes know? sense. But to have this whole tournament to win a belt that you don't defend. Because you, you, you realize too, right? And it'd be different too if this was like the old territory days and like, you know, people didn't realize wrestling was a work, but you realize it's a work, so what's the point in having the belt if you can't defend it? It's just, and they were just going to give them that. Yeah. Um, Also, the other problem I had with this match, um, you know, they they built up this tournament to be so prestigious about Owen Hart and the Owen Hart Foundation, yet they had fuckery in this match. Yeah. And I don't think there should have been fuckery. Mm. Nope. Bobby Fish came out, caused some fuckery. And that was another problem I had. After the fuckery happened, Excalibur, Ross, and Shivani kept selling it like, oh, my God, Samoa Joe's shoulder was so hurt, and Adam Cole was able to get the win. I'm like, that's not how he won. No. <laughs> because Fish came out and fucked shit up. One, one and a half star. You know what? Fuck it. One star. Yeah, I'm going down. One star. I would have hated this a lot more if fucking Adam Cole beat Samoa Joe clean. There, I, I just, I can't. But he did. Well, there was a bit of fuck. If you listen to the commentary, they, yeah, he beat him clean. Yeah. Yeah, there was a bit of fuckery in it, though, so I, I don't listen I don't to think there should have been, though. If you're making this prestigious tournament for the Owen Hart Foundation, then there should have been no fuckery. Then it should have been, been two baby faces, because Adam Cole should not beat Smojo clean. It's just, I, I, I couldn't, I yeah. wouldn't be able to believe that. Um, but I did think this was a decent match for what it was. It was a little slow at times, but it was all right. Um, could you have imagined 
how much build WWE would have put into this match if it was like right. NXT like three years ago. They would have fucking oh, built this match. Ago. Yeah, yeah, that's Goodness what I'm saying. Gracious, like when they were both balls there, of right? fire. Great balls of fire. There you go. Right. That's the shitty thing about this match. And that's why, like, I, I gave it a three as like the decent match, even though I didn't like the finish. But, All right. That's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, but this match would have meant so much more if there was actual build to it. There was nothing. There was no promos back and forth. There was there was nothing. It's just I don't know. It, it could have been a lot better. I, I might be giving it a generous three, to be honest. I should probably give it a two. But you're both baby. giving a generous three, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> this is one of the matches I just watched, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what else to fucking write about this. Yeah. Oh. I didn't have a lot of notes for it, but sometimes it's just because I'm enjoying the match. No. Um, next up is the other finals to the Owen Hart Foundation. This was a nice fucking breath of fresh air. Uh, Britt Baker. Taking on Ruby Soho. Um, first thing I wrote down is I could look at Baker's ass all day. Mm. Um, second, why would you why would you call in Rancid? Like, hey Rancid, would you like to come in and play the theme song for one of our superstars? Hey Ruby, we're gonna have Rancid play you to the ring. Oh sweet, does that mean I'm going over? No. no. Yeah, why, no. why the fuck bring him in then? I don't know. I I, I mean, yeah, they brought in fucking Rancid in. They this. they brought in uh, fucking uh, what's the uh, Rich Ward, the guitarist from Fall. No, 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 no. That was Shut a deal for Jericho. Up. Shut up! I'm not talking about that. I'm talking hey, about WrestleMania when me. they brought Fuck in fucking you. Living Color for CM Punk. Doesn't and he didn't win that match. That doesn't matter. That's Russ. We're not talking about WrestleMania. You are so bitter tonight. What is your <laughs> no? No, it's not that I'm bitter. It's that I'm talking. What a thank you, pal. And <laughs> why the fuck? Angry. Why the fuck would you book Rancid Rancid to come in after fucking Bush League guitarist Fozzy plays Britt Baker? Just so Ruby can lose? Are you kidding me? Fuck I, off. I, I I don't get the offense on that one. I really don't. I, 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 you know, whatever. Um, I do like Ruby's gear though. The, cause there was a time in sixth grade cause it was about in sixth grade when Owen Hart did this gimmick when it, I would just run around fucking sixth grade. Cause that's when wrestling was like hot. I mm-hmm. mean like fucking white hot, man. You could throw mm-hmm. a brick and hit somebody that loved wrestling and shit. So I'd just run around fucking sixth grade. Enough is enough. And it's time for a change. That's all I would fucking say. And it wouldn't even make sense in context, you know? And that's all I would say. So I loved Ruby's gear because it said time for a change. I thought that was great. Um nice drop kick off the apron by Ruby. Uh the oh yeah, the the Russian leg sweep into the octopus like stretch submission. That that was sweet. Mm-hmm. I couldn't deal with having Britt Baker as a dentist. <laughs> yeah, I'd be in trouble. Um, I, I would definitely have issues. <laughs> I wrote, nice Saito suplex by Ruby, better than crosses. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, but <laughs> Ruby did lock in a shitty sharpshooter. Oh, my God. And this was the that beginning was, of the shitty what? sharpshooters. There's nobody on that roster that could perform a sharpshooter, except for, like, one person. Sting. <laughs> Sting doesn't uh, Sting wasn't Scorpion there. Death oh, I'm just saying he's the one person on the roster who can do it. Sorry, yeah. I meant that that was there that night. Um, it did have a nice finish. I enjoyed the finish because there was no fuckery. It was clean. Three and a half stars. Great match. Only three stars for me. I just... Um, 
Sorry. That has been has that been your rating for every match so far? Damn right, pal. God listen. <laughs> um, this started out pretty hot, and the fans were really into it. But it felt like halfway through the match, they kind of like died a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it just didn't feel the same, and I'm not sure if it just was because it went on too long. And I'm starting to think maybe that is the case because there were a lot of matches that started out hot and got kind of cold by the end, except for MJF and Wardlow, and that was hot for the whole fucking thing. Um, Sharpshooter looked like shit. Not any fucking pressure being applied. Uh, It felt a little clunky at times. It was decent. It was still good. Um, What was this? Off the belt. Ref, that's how you do the move. Oh, never mind. Um, Right result. Uh, fuck Ruby Soboho for doing the sharpshooter, even though she doesn't know how. And I gave it a two out of five. What? Yeah, I just uh. that really killed it for me. And I think there was a couple other things in the match I didn't really write about. You know what? Just because I didn't put anything in there, I'll fucking bump it up to a three for you. How about that? Okay, there you go. I feel <laughs> um, and also, I don't know if you guys watched the um the segment afterwards where the belts were presented to them. I did uh, not. Uh, but there was a funny moment. Like Tony Schiavone was there to uh, present, you know, like, hey, here's your winners and here's Martha Hart. So, mm-hmm. of course, we all know Tony Schiavone, good friends with Britt Baker. So Britt Baker comes up and he shakes her hand and gives her a hug and everything. And then Adam Cole just appears behind them. And he kind of just looks at Adam Cole like, oh, my bad. But then he goes to like, he kind of like opens his arms for a hug for Adam Cole. And Adam Cole just stares at him. And Tony's like, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was fucking great. That does sound funny. Yeah, it was. It was fucking I still gold. don't like Tony being friends with <laughs> Britt Baker, but it doesn't make it sense. Good. Go back and just watch that. That was good. And Martha Hart being there, I thought was a nice little touch because people have this misconception that Martha Hart hates wrestling. It's not that she hates wrestling, she hates WWE. Big difference. You know? Um,. All right, next up is a six inter or not intergender mixed six person tag match. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Paige Van Sant making her wrestling debut, taking on Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, and the elusive Frankie Kazarian. Um, nice Cody cutter by Sammy. Mm. Uh, that Frank- was good. Frankie Kazarian leaving them was great. Like, he got in there like, yeah, let's fuck. You know what? Fuck you, son of a bitch. And then left. I was like, that's great. Uh, the match was meh. One and three quarter star. Um, I just, I, I can't understand the match. It's, you have three heels against two heels and a baby face. Who am I supposed to like? I felt bad for Kazarian having to do this. Um, JR had one of the best commentaries, what best lines of the night. Excalibur said uh, uh, something about uh, the fact that if uh, Kazarian and, and Guevara lost, they couldn't challenge for the TNT title. And he's like, <laughs> JR was like, I don't know whether that's a blessing or a curse. I'm like, JR, it's a blessing for them. <laughs> you don't want to be part of the whole Scorpio Sky thing. And. Oh, the TNT title is just never meant fucking less. Uh, Cutter was cool. Match was dumb. Zero to five. All right. Why'd you give this one three stars, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is Nick Nick alive? Which one are we on? 
What do you mean? What match are we on? The trios. Oh, Death Triangle. No, yeah, what? No, you get me. What drugs are you on? <laughs> Lots on. of them, apparently. Wow. Rizong. Okay. Starfield <laughs> Page. Yes. Sam versus Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, and Cash. So why did you give this one three stars? Why did I give it three stars? I don't know because it was actually more. There was more action than Death Triangle bollocks. Like that. There was no tubby bitch and Broly King and Paige Van Zandt was looking good, and it was a nice super kick from Cat or the the Cash uh, like getting out of the way and Sammy like fucking hitting tie and fucking I don't know. I just thought I, the finish was good. Paige Van Zandt looked good, you know. I was just joking. Did you really give this three stars? Yes, I did. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I gave Ruby and Britt fucking uh, two and a half. Really? The the one match I thought was great is the one. You, well, okay. Yeah, I, I don't have enough brain power for this right now. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck's going through your brain tonight, but whatever. <laughs> Lots of things, pal. Obviously. Sure as fuck fuck won this pay-per-view. He's got this pay-per-view in the back of his head now. I know, right? I'm starting to think he didn't really watch it. He ran out of time somewhere and just didn't watch it. I watched it. I watched it begrudgingly. (laughs) God, if this is what he thinks of this pay-per-view, I can't imagine what he's going to say when we watch it. Hell in a cell. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, coming up next is Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. I just love the fucking three month build up for this match. I uh, know, right? What the fuck? Match <laughs> of the night, right here, pal. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, not quite. This was a very close second for me, but nice code red by Darby Allen. Nice over the head stunner as well. Um, nice toe. I-, I love the tope that Kyle O'Reilly then turned into a guillotine. That was yeah. That was sweet. Um, I like the coffin drop onto the apron. Um, nice counter from the coffin drop to an arm bar. That was sick. Um, uh, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> there was a commentary call. Like Kyle O'Reilly starts, like he pulls up Darby Allen's chain and puts it on his mouth. And then Excalibur's like, oh my God, that unbreakable chain. Then the fucking chain breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was a decent match. I, I didn't hate it. Three stars. I gave this four. Match of the night, pal. You missed the two spots where Darby almost fucking died. Yep. Wait a minute. What did Nick give it? Four stars. Oh, okay. Match of the night. What are the two spots I missed? What are they? The fucking dive to the outside where he tripped on the bottom rope and like, oh, yeah. face first. And then the other one that I guess this is the way they planned it, but I can't believe they fucking did it. They went for it again, and I think it's what was supposed to happen the first time. Darby threw Kyle O'Reilly back in the ring. Kyle O'Reilly rolled out. Darby got in the ring. He did the dive again, and fucking uh, Kyle O'Reilly caught him in, like, a fucking guillotine. That's, like that's from what the, you said. You, okay, that was, you were talking about the dive? I thought yeah, you said the, the coffin drop. Into a guillotine, yeah. I, I can't believe... That they did that fucking move. Like, one, like, slight miscalculation, and I'm pretty sure Darby would have been fucking hospitalized. He fucking had his head so close to the fucking ground yep. there. That is so dangerous. I, I just... Man, he lays his shit in, and when he does shit, he is good. But he needs to slow down on some of this, because he's not going to have a very long career. Um, But this was fucking phenomenal. Um, 
the uh, the chain wrestling at the beginning, O'Reilly just like fucking grabbing a hold and just reefing it in. Uh, Darby just doing his thing. What a goddamn fucking match. Uh, say what you want about O'Reilly, but his shit looks good and legit. Uh, no shame in Darby for losing, especially after those two fucking dives. Uh, he should be the guy in AEW who can, he should be the only guy in AEW who can do a dive because when he does it, it looks fucking amazing. Um, five out of five. And this isn't my match of the night either. <clears throat> like I said, I, I, I never have anything against Kyle O'Reilly. I just never saw him as the guy. I think I, you should, especially after a match like that. No, I, no, it was a great match. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying, I just, I, I don't ever see Kyle Mania running wild. You know what I mean? I guess. I guess uh, I still up, think he should be like a world champion in AEW at some point. Coming up next for the AEW Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa defending against Serena Deeb. Uh, I only wrote one note for this because I was kind of like watching. I'm usually not into, you know, rudimentary wrestling, which this match was a lot of because Serena mm-hmm. Deeb, that's kind of like her fucking gimmick and shit. Yeah. Um. But, like, the only note I wrote down was I like the Gold Dust callback. Uh, <laughs> they did a nice Gold Dust yeah. callback there. Uh, I, you know, again, I'm not really into the rudimentary, you know, let's let's do hold, let's do uh, fireman carry takeovers, and let's do arm bars, and let's do wrist locks, and leg locks, and heel hooks, and let's just do that for the whole match and shit. Uh, th- this one was a little different. Uh, I don't know if it was because it was women. I don't know. Uh, I was digging it. Three and a half stars. I only gave this one two and a half, and that's because I feel like Rose's title reign has fallen flat. And it just felt like Serena Deeb did more work than what she needed to for her to only end up losing. It's called putting the other talent over. I would have booked Serena to win this one. Honestly, you know what? As much as Thunder Rosa, as much as I like Thunder Rosa, I I would have preferred to see Serena Deep win. However, this match was really good. I really enjoy the the chain wrestling and the back and forth and on all that kind of stuff. Um, it was going great, and there was there was the odd thing that like didn't go as planned, but it it wasn't too obvious. So I was enjoying it until they did the figure four spot and rolled to the outside of the ring. I don't know if they hurt themselves a little bit more on that than, than they than they planned on, but it kind of felt like it slowed down a little bit and got a little sloppier there. Um, does anybody know how to put the fucking sharpshooter on? Because Serene D put a shitty one on, too. Uh, but I gave it a four out of five still, because it's still a good match. <clears throat> Fair. Yeah. <clears throat> Coming up next is what Shelby's favorite match of the night is. Fuck. Anarchy Rules, the Jericho Appreciation Society taking on this weird combination of the fucking people. Um, you know, I only watch clips of shit since I don't have cable. Can one of you fuckers explain to me why the fuck he's the wizard? Oh, God, because he throws no. fire. Oh, my God. That's why. It's so stupid. And, like, the way he says it, too, it's just, like, he's trying so hard to get it over because he thinks he can get anything over, and it's so stupid. It's just, oh, I'm sick of Chris Jericho. I really am. As the fight started, you know, it it went on, you know, it started and shit. And sometimes a match starts and the opponent's music is still playing. But the music went on for, like, two and a half minutes. I'm like, can the music stop now? Yeah. You know, that got a little annoying. Uh, 
JR had a good call. Like after the, there was a nice blockbuster through the table, which I thought was nice. Uh, but <laughs> JR says, what's next? Dipping dots for God's sake. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, there was a nice pile driver on the steps. And then, then I thought, okay, this match has John Moxley, Daniel Bryan, Santana and Ortiz. Who am I missing? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Thank you. Why the fuck isn't Wheeler Yuta in this match? Apparently he's in, he's in Japan, yeah. Oh, okay. He's in, is it the Super Juniors tournament? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I didn't know that. Because I'm just like, if he's part of the Blackpool Combat Club or whatever, why isn't he in this fucking match? This 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 match is going to be too tough for you, young blood. <laughs> you know? Yeah, apparently, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, he is a baby. He is a very baby-faced this, this, I don't mean this, that in a wrestling is, term. You know, I, Paige used to do this for some reason. But when Paige first debuted and turned heel, she would get, she would attack people, throw them on the announce table, and then lock in a submission. And I never understood that. Yeah, why are you doing that on the outside of the ring? Exactly. But Jericho, <laughs> he locked in a Walls of Jericho on Moxley, and they went through the table. <laughs> it what? Was, it was, you didn't see that? No, I didn't see any of this match. Get, there was like a table outside, and they're on it, and Jericho turns them over, and then once he turns them over, they go through the fucking table. Oh, my God. Um, It was a wild fight. I mean, that's what it was supposed to be. It was Anarchy Rules. It was it was a wild fight. Four stars. Not my match. I would have. Not my match of the night, though. So. I, I would have preferred football factory yeah. three. Yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed. This was lucky to get two and a half for me because it was just like you. Uh, uh, no, there was a whole bunch of no in this match. Mox's music playing too long. Matt oh, yeah, being busted open way too quick. The whole Eddie Kingston's battling through like the elevator and all this horse shit. I'm just like, okay, but no. And it just, I, I can't, I still can't take 2.0 and Garcia seriously, even if they're part of the the Jazz or whatever, the Japs, all that. Jericho, yeah, Japs is kind society. of a uh, racial society. Well, what, yeah, but we're talking about the Jericho Appreciation Society, the Japs. J-A-S. Yeah, that, that's not going to get over. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I had a hard time getting behind this. I had a hard time just thinking that now Jericho's group has won this match. I that's the yeah, other no, thing. Two the and blood a half. Should end with the, the finish. Face. The finish was bullshit too because here are the rules. Why would you have basically a no holds barred match that could only end in the ring? You fucking I mean, idiots. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even gonna argue it because it got to the point where the Japs were heading out into the crowd to start. Stop the fight. saying Japs! Look at the thing. <laughs> and I said fuck it, and I skipped to the finish, and I gave it a zero out of five. Cool. Yeah. Look at my surprise face. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't see it. Yeah, well, trust me, it's not surprise. <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, when it, but, okay, here's the thing. I, I get it. You, I get, you know, when it comes to fucking weapon-filled matches, I get it. it. But, like, when it's expected. It just. I, I can get it if it's like, okay, we're going to have a one-on-one -on -one singles match. And then all of a sudden they whip out chairs and gasoline and fucking take off the top rope and shit. And I'm like, then I can probably understand why you'd be frustrated. But 
when it's a match that clearly says anarchy rules match. Why are you so fucking disappointed when it comes to shit? Because like anarchy because rules should not have meant that they could only win in the ring, first of all. Okay, one, I wasn't all, asking you. <laughs> second of all, they're way too damn tame for anarchy. Fuck, stadium, spring stadium, your stadium, football fuckery one was more violent than that was. Okay, now that we've heard from Nick, I would like to hear from the person I actually asked the question to. There's too much obvious setup and cooperation in these kind of matches. They're setting up tables for the point of putting another person through the table. How do you buy into the fact that they're, you know, just laying on that table forever to wait for somebody to jump into it? There's no fucking way this is legit. That's why I don't like these kind of matches. I can't buy into them because I can't. Believe. It should have been football fuckery three. I was, I, I was well kind of disappointed that they didn't do football <clears throat> fuckery three, though. I was kind of disappointed. <clears throat> All right. Coming up next is a triple threat or three way, as they called it. Mm. Three way tag team title match. Uh, Jurassic Express. No longer Jurassic Express. Apparently they're now just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um, because notice how they didn't build them as Jurassic Express. Did y'all notice that? I honestly wrote them down as Jungle Express because I forgot what their fucking name was. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they call them everything at this point: Jungle yeah. Express, Jurassic Express, Jungle all the World Tag Team Titles. Taking on Swerve in their glory, which ugh. <laughs> hey, think of, a, think of a tag team name for Swerve and Keith Lee. Something like Swerve in their glory. Okay, I'll be right back. Everybody okay with swerving their glory? Swerving our glory. Whatever. And taking on Team Taz, Hobbs, and Starks. Um, Nice moonsaults by the Express. Uh, Nice kick and rolling elbow combo. I think that was by Swerving Lee, I think. Um, Good catch by Keith Lee. I think it was a jungle boy that jumped and he caught him. Great moonsault off the chest of Keith Lee. Like, Swerve jumped off the that top. That was cool, I will say. That was fucking sweet. Awesome plancha by Keith Lee. Better than the one by Brody Lee. You know? um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Hobbs did a great double blockbuster. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the powerbomb stomp combo. And Hobbs was a great save. I mean, the timing on that save was great, you know? Uh, great finish. Love the match. Uh, that's why there's not a lot of notes. I get really into it. Five stars. Match of the night. Yeah, see, I have this. Well, actually, tied for match of the night at four stars. I expected much less from this match than what we got. Um, just because it felt like it was just kind of thrown together. It didn't feel like there was. I don't know. It didn't feel like Jurassic Express really was a. Th- was threatened by Team Taz and Swerve and Keith Lee, even though it was the story. Like, it just felt like, okay, this is just a, we need the tag titles on pay-per-view. But then I watched it. I'm like, okay, this was pretty good. Um, I thought that uh, Starks complimented Jungle Boy well. I thought that Starks, or Starks complimented Swerve well. Like, the combinations were all good. Um, the uh, the double team finish was great. Uh, the double team leading up to the finish from uh, Swerve and Lee was good. The power bomb combo, whatever from yeah. the top rope, 
Uh, so yeah, four stars tied for match tonight. What did you think, Shelby? <sighs> I will start off by giving a positive. Uh, oh, wow. I liked uh, Starks going across the top rope, holding Jungle Boy's hand and pandering to the crowd, and Jungle Boy getting the advantage on him. And, and oh, nut- doing the Michael him. Jackson shit. Yeah, yeah, nutting him over the top rope. That was really cool. Like I said, I did like the um, weird Keith Lee bounce off fucking moonsault thing. That was cool. However, there we go. Match starts with a jump start to the floor. Um, Keith Lee is standing on the ring, or not on the ring, sorry, on the uh, floor instead of on the apron while the match is going on, instead of being ready for his tag. Um, uh, Luchasaurus wasn't on the apron at one point. This is this is the problem with these kind of matches. Luchasaurus it just becomes is selling though. He was he was he was leaning on the apron, staring into the ring. That is not oh. selling. That is waiting. Okay, I thought you were talking about a different point of the match. Okay, <laughs> but that's the thing, though. These guys don't really sell. The sell you have to be in the ring. People have to see the pain in your face. If you just disappear, they forget about you. What's going on? He's just gone. Where'd he go? I don't know. Um, I did write. I think I wrote that was unique when they did the moon salt thing. Uh, uh, Keith, Re- Keith Lee stepping into the ring without being tagged just so he could help uh, his partner do something to fucking uh, Jungle Boy, I think it was. Just a bunch of, like, guys coming in and out at any time, not really making any kind of sense of the match and just doing moves. Obvious cooperation with a match that you can't put any logic into. Gonna be generous. One out of five. Oh, my God. I, I can't. Wow. Some nights. <laughs> you guys, oh, this is probably where we're gonna fight. I, I have a feeling already. Oh, great! <laughs> the main event: Hangman mm-hmm. Adam Page defending the AEW World Championship against the up-and-coming newcomer CM Punk. Um, Two the only note, the only note that I wrote down for this is that there was a graphic on the screen. That when CM Punk was walking to the ring, you know, those little graphics they put up and shit. It no shit said on CM Punk's graphic. I, I shit you not. All right, go back and watch it. You know, it had CM Punk and then it had his little AEW record underneath. Mm. And above CM Punk, it, it literally said first AEW world title match in seven years. Now, I'm no math expert. But I'm pretty sure AEW's only been around for three years. I didn't see the seven years. I did see the other part, though. I just thought it said it's for two and a half stars, and that's being generous. No, two stars. Two stars. This match was shit. So if the match was shit, shouldn't I get like three and a half from you? Judging from the other (laughs) movies tonight? Two stars. Two stars. This match was not good. Punk looks like an old man. Hangman, I've never been able to get behind his champion. He should have been the first champion. I feel bad for the guy. And I feel especially bad because he had to drop the belt to Punk. No, fuck. Two stars on this one. Fuck this match. I'll give my rating last. I'm going to hear what Shelby says. All right, here we go. Um, You can't deny that the CM Punk chants were louder at the beginning of this match. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that crowd wanted to see CM Punk win. It was weird that, like, at certain points they were booing him. And it was unfortunate that he hit that buckshot lariat on fucking AEW Dynamite, like, three weeks in a row. 
and then he just couldn't do it that night. But shit happens, and it is a very difficult move to hit. I can only imagine trying to land like that, especially when you're, you know, 20-something or 15 minutes into a match. Um, fucking one of them tossed the other violently into the corner. I can't remember who. Uh, Paige gave uh, uh, Punk a nice uh, elbow shot. Uh, fuck you, Hangman chance. Uh, uh, Punk, Punk was the first one to use the sharpshooter properly all night. Now, he didn't get it 100%, but he was the only one that wasn't on his fucking knees. <laughs> uh, I didn't really want to see Punk's ass either, but, you know, that's that's just part of it, I guess. Well, to be uh, fair, we only saw the, ass. I was about to say, to be fair, we only saw the top of his ass. That's true. That's true. I think the 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 other side of the arena got a better shot. Uh, there were some great near falls in this. Great working. Um, and I was gonna downgrade this to a four, but oh my fucking god, they made the right call. They gave it to the person who deserves it the most at this point. The person who was selling the most tickets, making the most merchandise money, and the guy who honestly probably has the best work out of any babyface, especially. Uh, in this whole company, uh, five out of five. I fucking love this match. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, it was a wrestling match. Mm. You know, no fuckery. Um, nope. You know, it was good to see Punk in this position again. Hangman was about to fuckery. You what? Hangman was about to fuckery. Yeah, didn't he pick up the belt at one point in debate? Yeah, he picked up the belt near the end of the match, which I yeah. think is how they're gonna give um him his out so to speak yeah um so there wasn't any fuckery even though there was attempted fuckery <laughs> um it was good to see punk in this position again after all the years being gone yeah um i mean i mean good that you loved it i didn't love it mm. i think it could have been better Okay, fair enough. Uh, i mean punk you know punk is getting older the the window Man. on his wrestling days are you know, sadly closing because he did take a seven year break there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I gave it three and a half just mm. because, you know, punk winning. That was a cool moment to see. Oh, hundred you know, percent. I mean, who would ever thought seven years ago when he walked out of WWE and that we'd ever see him hold a world championship again. Yeah. You know? So that was yeah. a cool moment to see. Um, so yeah, I gave it three and a half. And Tony Khan made AEW for guys like CM Punk. Like people, there are a lot of people out there that seem to think that AE, or Punk doesn't respect AEW, but I, I find that hard to believe. He just he wants to make money. Of course he wants to be the champ. Everybody wants to be the champ. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do we give AEW's double or nothing? Five. Uh, with the shitty matches, but the fact that they put Punk over, and there were some good matches, I gave it a 7. I go six because uh, a lot of the matches to me were just meh. Mm. You know, uh, a lot of them were just middle of the road. There were some bright moments there, like, you know, for what it was, uh, Anarchy Rules was just fun. You know, mm. a bunch of people just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, you know, that's a good time. The tag team match, the three way, that was great. Seeing CM Punk win another world title, awesome. Um, the the six man match, the, the good one, not the fucking mixed one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a six, only because some of the matches, I was like Adam Cole and fucking Samoa Joe, fuck that match. Hmm. So, this is fuck a that very match at, mediocre show. Fuck that match as in a one-star match, not fuck that match as in a three-star match. 
<laughs> hey, whatever, man. I just... Man. Uh, now let's just see if Hell in a Cell is going to be worse or more good. At I'm sure it's going to be 100% worse. Holy uh-huh. fuck. Well, hey, they're already doing something that Shelby approves of. They're only going to have one Hell in a Cell match. I'm waiting oh for Ezekiel God. to grow his fucking beard back at this point. Although this feud that's going into Hell in a Cell does not feel like it needs a Hell in a Cell. Cody and Seth, I'd be down. I'm down. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a bad match. I just have they had. You should that watch it in your house game? and review it over fucking Hell in a Cell, though. <laughs> although I think. Uh, it, I, although I think you, they should have took Oscar out of the. If they were gonna do two, I know Shelby's not a fan of two Hell in a Cell matches, but I think they should have took Oscar out of the equation and put Becky and Belair in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, honestly, I, I think that would have more story behind it than than Cody and Seth too. Because yeah. they've had, you know, dealings in the past and shit. Yeah. All right. So that was our review of AEW's Double or Nothing here. And now we're going to move on to something a little bit different. Shelby uh, brought an idea to the group. And uh, so, again, much like, uh, you know, much of the warnings I give you guys, if you guys don't like this, blame Shelby. And, um, and judging by the way that the uh, RPs go, I think they're not going to like this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So explain to them what we're doing here. All right. So we are doing guess the pay-per-view event. If any of you actually listen to the Jim Cornette podcast, they started recently doing guess the program where Brian last reads out a program from like the fifties or sixties or forties or whatever. And Jim Cornette has to guess what uh, town or territory it happened in and what year. So the way we're going to do this, because we don't know anything about that shit and oh, I don't yeah. have programs. <laughs> so we're going to do basically pay-per-views. So from, you know, say Starcade 83 was probably one of the first known pay-per-views that any of us have ever seen to recent day. Um, and I'm going to pick three and these guys are going to try and guess which pay-per-view just by the card rundown. Um, and I am not going to give specific title matches. However, I will likely give you um, that it was for a title. So if it was for say the WWE championship, I'm not going to tell you it's for that title, but I will okay. tell you that it was a title match. Um, so without further ado, guess the uh, pay-per-view name and the year as well. Uh, so, oh, fuck. <laughs> first card here um, is going to be a dark match. Uh, Montel Vontavious Porter versus Chavo Guerrero. And you can okay. start guessing at any time. Uh, the second match, uh, the I guess the beginning of the event, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler. In a submission match. Or, sorry, not in a submission match. Um, yeah, never mind. Uh, Wait, was that the one with that? Sorry? Fiddle 4 away 2010. Uh, you got the year. Wait, was that the match where they had, like, a certain time limit? And they had to yeah. get submissions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> SummerSlam 2010. No. Money in the Bank. No. Uh... Next match, the nexus of David Otunga and John Cena versus Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre. Oh, for a uh, championship. Uh, 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 <laughs> Next match. Hell in a Cell 2010. Nope. No mercy 2010. Nope, nope. Next match, Ted DiBiase versus Goldust. Bragging Rights 2010. That's right, Bragging Rights 2010. 
On the rest of that card, we had uh, Layla defeating Natalia for the Divas Championship, Kane defeating The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match for the World Heavyweight Championship. I fucking saw this pay-per-view, and I forgot. Uh, Team SmackDown of Alberto Del Rio, Big Show, Edge, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, Rey Mysterio, and Tyler Rex with Hornswoggle defeated Team Rob, CM Punk, Ezekiel Jackson, John Morrison, The Miz, Archer, Santino Morella, and Sheamus with Alex what Riley. Awful teams. <laughs> so Tyler fucking Rex, are you shaming? <laughs> and the main event was for the WWE Championship. Wade Barrett with John Cena defeated Randy Orton by disqualification. All right, so Will gets the first one. Are we keeping score on this? I guess we can if we make this a regular segment, I guess. Did you uh, want to keep score? I'll, I'll do it. Hold on. Let me get it. Uh, me. Yeah. All right. One for me. Okay. All right. Second event uh, begins. Uh, there's no dark match on this card. Uh, the first match is Mighty Thor versus El Cubano. Second match. The Fabulous Freebirds versus the Young Pistols. Oh, fuck. For a championship. Uh, third match, Dan Spivey versus Ricky Morton. Fourth match, Nikita Koloff versus Tommy Rich. Starcade 83. Nope. Starcade 84. Oh, nope. come on. <laughs> Fifth match, Dustin Rhodes versus Terrence Taylor with Alexander York and Mr. Hughes. Okay, Alexander York. Okay, so that gives me a clue where we're at. Match six, Big Josh versus Black Bart. <gasps> oh! Um, oh my Match gosh. Match seven, Oz with the Great Wizard versus Tim Parker. Something in 1990. Great American Bash 1990. Nope. Fuck! <laughs> Eighth match, Barry Fall Brawl, Windham. 1990. Uh, no. Barry Windham versus Brian Pillman. Ninth match, El Igante versus Sid Vicious. Fall Brawl, 89. Nope. Fall Brawl, 91. Nope. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Tenth match, Ron Simmons versus Butch Reed in a steel cage. Ooh. Spring Stampede, 1990. Nope. Halloween Havoc 90. Nope. It's not 91 because that's what Chamber of Horrors was. 11th match, the Steiner Brothers versus Sting and Lex Luger for the tag. Well, it's it's a tag team championship, obviously. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I know this event because of fucking Big Josh and Black Bart. <laughs> match 12, Bobby Eaton versus Arn Anderson for a championship. And the main event, which might be the giveaway, Ric Flair versus Tatsumi Fujinami for a championship. WCW Rising Sun? Mm, that's the catchphrase to it. Return from the Rising Sun. Oh, I know this event. <laughs> it's going to piss me off when I hear it. <laughs> Yeah, I know that match. And who did Oz take on? Um, let me just go back down. Tim Parker. Oz was with the Great Wizard. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I know this event too. Is it Slamboree? 
Nope. Super Bowl. Um, it is Super Bowl. Super Bowl in 1990. No. Super Bowl 91. Super Bowl 91 is correct. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think Will might have said that before you. I, I I'll, give us, quite I'll give us both one then. There you go. All right. Third and final. Uh, Matsuo Tanaka versus Balls Mahoney. You mean Masato Tanaka? Yes. I, I <laughs> Some of the Asian names. Uh, Guilty as charged 2000. Nope. Little Guido versus Mikey Whipwreck and Simon Diamond. Heatwave 2000. Yes. Uh, no, sorry. Not Heatwave. November uh, to Remember 2000. No. Fuck. Kid Cash versus C.W. Anderson. Guilty as charged 2000. Nope. What you said? <laughs> Nova and Chris Chet versus Gabaldi's. And Danny Doring and Roadkill. Beverly Legal 2000? Nope. Yeah. Oh, fuck. New Jack versus Angel. Oh. Tajiri versus Steve Carino. Oh. Rhino versus the Sandman for a championship. November to Remember 2001? Nope. Jerry Lynn. Versus Rob Van Dam with Bill Alfonso and Scotty Anson. Anson? Uh, and the main event, Just Incredible versus Lance Storm, Storm. for a championship. Oh, fuck. ECW. This might be the only one you guys didn't say. Guilty as charged 2000. No. I said guilty as charged. <laughs> what drugs are you on? <laughs> the legal ones, pal. <laughs> not barely legal it's not november to remembers it's not guilty as charged anarchy rules 2000 nope what <laughs> hardcore heaven 2000 yes that is correct hardcore oh. heaven 2000 Heaven, 2000. I know that card too, and I just couldn't think of the <laughs> fucking name. There you go. So, what's the score then? I guess it's 2 2, eh? 2 2. 2 to 1. No, 2 2, because you both got a point for the second one. Because oh. you guys said it like the same time. Okay. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's see here. Hold on. Uh... What are you looking one up now? I'm looking up one. Yeah, I want to do it. All right, all right, all right. I don't know how good at this I'm going to be. Yeah, so let me write your name for the scores here. So then we're saving he said what again until next week then, right? No, no, we're doing. We're going to do that. Might not just do a sports or list of the week. That's all. Okay. Where's the... Oh, okay, there it is. Okay, here we go. Come on. All right. All right. So, in the dark match, it was the Junkyard Dog taking on Black Bart. Okay. In the show opener. In the show opener, it was Bobby Eaton teaming up with PN News 
taking on Steve Austin and Terrence Taylor with Lady Blossom in a scaffold match. Ooh, Starcade 92. Ooh, wrong. Starcade 91. Ooh, wrong. Okay. The next match saw the Diamond Stud with Diamond Dallas Page taking on Tom Zink. Hmm. The next match saw Ron Simmons defeating Oz with Merlin the Wizard. The next match was Richard Morton with Alexandria York defeating Robert Gibson. Oh, fuck. Oh. The next match was Dustin Rhodes and the Young Pistols defeating the fabulous Freebirds with Big Daddy Dink in an elimination match. Big Daddy Dink. <laughs> wow. The next match was the Yellow Dog <laughs> taking on Johnny B. Bad. Starcade 92. Wrong. I said 92. Fall for all 92. No. The next match was Big Josh taking Mm -hmm. on Black Blood. And and in what was a surefire classic, Eligante Mm -hmm. taking on One Man Gang with Kevin Sullivan. Next up was Nikita Koloff taking on Sting in a Russian chain match. And next up was Lex Luger taking on Barry Windham in a cage match for a championship. Oh, shit. I've seen this match. I know the timeline. This is like right after Flair left. And strangely, that was not the main event. This was the main event. It was Rick Steiner taking on Arn Anderson and Paulie dangerously in yet another steel cage match. Oh. oh Flair left in 91, so it's got to be 91. Um. But fucking, when did? Because Bobby Eaton's got like a Fall fucking. Fall ninety one. No. Halloween Bobby Eaton's got 91. a. What'd you say? Halloween have a ninety one. No. Did I did I say Chamber of Horrors? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, uh, did I say Chamber of Horrors? No. I did. Great American Bash. What year? Ninety. 90, 92. No. Damn it. 91? Yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> I was just that's going like on the, the most, fact. Sorry. That's like one of the most infamous fucking pay-per-views ever. That's why I'll just like, yeah. pull that yeah. one real quick. Well, that was, that was um, when they crowned the first champion after Flair left, right? 
or was this? Yeah, because that match, uh, Wyndham and Luger was for the um, uh, vacant WCW title. Yeah. But wait, didn't Wind? I thought Wyndham won that match. Said Luger. Because Wyndham was the champ at one point. Yeah. Must have been after. <clears throat> okay. Here, I got a good one for you. <laughs> okay. This has nine dark matches, strangely. Oh, my. What? Yeah. So the first dark match was the Harris brothers, Ron and Don, taking on Brian Costello and Brian Donahue. The second dark match, Sir Charles taking on Dale Wolf. WCW Greed 2000. Wrong. The third dark match, Chris Walker taking on Brian Lee. The next one, Chris Chavis taking on J.W. Storm. This next match should give you a time frame. The next match, Greg Valentine taking on the Brooklyn Brawler. The next one, the Nasty Boys taking on the Bushwhackers. Oh, hmm. The next one, the Legion of Doom. Taking on the Rockers. And apparently they did double duty because the Legion of Doom also took on the Natural Disasters. WrestleMania 6. No. WrestleMania 7. And in the final dark match, Ric Flair defeated Roddy Piper. This is fucking strange. Okay, that was only the dark matches. These were only the dark matches. Now we're on the main card. Bret Hart took on Skinner for a championship. Probably the Intercontinental. Although it could be the million dollar. Royal Rumble 91. No. Royal Rumble 92. No. Randy Savage took on Jake Roberts. Royal Rumble 93. No. The British Bulldog. Took on the Warlord with Harvey Whippleman. The Repo Man with Ted DiBiase. Oh, oh, and Ted DiBiase. I'm sorry. SummerSlam 91. No. He said that was a classic. I feel bad. No, not the wrestling classic. Uh, Yeah, that would have been before Flair. Tuesday night in Texas. There you go. Tuesday night in Texas. There was fucking nine dark matches. (laughs) What the fuck? How long was this show? Legion of Doom did one 12-minute match with the Rockers and another 10-minute match with the Natural Disasters. Okay, but like, holy fuck, this was on a Tuesday. Were they there at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon? (laughs) Holy fuck. Started at like 8 a.m. and ended at like 7 p.m. When you started with the Harris Brothers, I'm like, well, maybe this was some weird pay-per-view in the 2000s. But like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Jesus. Right, That's insane. Find, let me find one more and we'll move on to. All right. Uh, to figure out. Okay. This one. Go. Okay. All right. The All dark right. match or the free show, as it was known as. Jake Roberts took on Tatanka. 
with Ted DiBiase. And then on the main show, Razor Ramon took on the one, two, three kid. Awesome. Royal Rumble 92. What is it? What is your obsession with Royal Rumble 92? <laughs> I don't know. Took on the one, two, three kid also with Ted DiBiase. <clears throat> In the next match, Hunter Hearst Helmsley with Elizabeth Hilden defeated Duke Drosy. Oh, level 95. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's I'm a head out, actually. Yeah. No, that was just me saying I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> In the next match, Yokozuna took on the British Bulldog with Jim Cornette. Oh. So Yoko's a baby face then. Hmm. Royal Rumble 94. Oh, God. <laughs> the next match, Shawn Michaels taking on Owen Hart with Jim Cornette in a number one contenders match. Royal Rumble 95. Bitch, have I said a Royal Rumble match? No, but that doesn't mean that there isn't one coming. This is a fucking in-your-house. This is going to be so hard to fucking figure out. The next match, Bret Hart taking on Diesel for a title in a steel cage. SummerSlam 95. No. But wait, that may have been the main event, but there were three dark matches. Oh, yeah, they did this weird shit on fucking In Your Houses. I don't know why. The first after-show dark match, we saw Ahmed Johnson taking on Isaac Yankum DDS. Then we saw the Godwins with Hillbilly Jim taking on the Body Donnas with Sonny. I paused there because I was trying to think of like a killer thing but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. and in the final dark match the undertaker with paul bear taking on gold dust for a title with marlena what? what i will say you're on the right path shelly yeah it just it's gonna be so hard to figure out I'll narrow down the search for you. It's one of the first 15. In your house, 11. Cool. Which one? In your house, 11. No. 12. I really, I regret saying that now. Yeah. <laughs> In your uh, house, 15. No. In your house, 7. You have to give me the number and the, the subtitle. Oh, never mind. Ooh. Just because I knew what he was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in your house, seven. Heart attack? Nope. Yeah. Fuck. I haven't watched this one either. Fuck. Because honestly, like, Sean and Owen sounds good. Brett could always get something out of Diesel. Yoko and British Bulldog, I don't know. I guess Razor and 123 Kid, though. 
Yoko and British Bulldog only went five minutes and five seconds. Yeah, see, that's what Close. I mean. Yeah. And it ended in disqualification. Yeah, I'd believe it. Give up. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you're in your house bullshit. <laughs> you were so close. You said in your house seven, it was actually in your house six, Rage in the Cage. Oh, Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage, yeah. See, when you said that about, like, naming the, the headline or whatever, I just assumed that Seven was right. <laughs> That's so hard to fucking figure out. Well, that. I was going to say the first 20, but then I was just like, no, let's let's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't realize how much time had gone past. Yeah, we are going to save He Said What for next week. I, I did not realize that. Sounds so, good to me. Yeah, I did not realize how much time had passed. Um, yeah, man. So, let's move on to our vintage pick of the week, which is usually a show, a well, hold on. Fact of the week. Oh, yeah. yeah we fact, do of fact of the week. week. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So, this week's fact of the week, the character Hugo from the Street Fighter series. Uh, so, if you know Street Fighter, you know Hugo. He was based on Andre the Giant. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that, oh, fact, that, that fact is worth about three stars. Um. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> Asshole. And before we get to our vintage pick of the week, quick shout out to the great people over at MoviesRUSA.net uh, who sponsor the Three Way Dance Wrestling Podcast. You can use our checkout code Three Way at checkout and save fifty percent. They're starting to release some more wrestling content. You can get WrestleManias one, two, and three on Blu-ray. You can get Raw nineteen ninety seven on Blu-ray as well with more wrestling content to come. Or if you want some other re- uh, non-wrestling stuff. Films to choose from, TV shows to choose from, all for a great price. And if the price just isn't great enough for you, use that checkout code three-way, the word, not the number. Use it at checkout. Save 50% on your purchase. Let them know that the three-way dance wrestling podcast sent you. All right. So the vintage pick of the week. What do we got for vintage pick of the week? So my vintage pick of the week, uh, I forget what year this was. might have been 2020. Uh, it was a Raw Talk segment with R-Truth and Shanna Baszler. And they're talking about catering. And Shannon Baszler talks about how catering was awful. And Rob Truth was like, oh, I don't know. That fried fish was pretty good. And then he was trying to explain how tartar sauce is is the best sauce for the fish because it doesn't uh, trounce on the flavor. And it creates this, like, flavor explosion, so to speak. Wasn't that when, like, Shannon Baszler was trying not to break? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's just like face palming like just trying so hard not to just be like oh fuck like <laughs> yeah the tartar sauce oh my vintage pick of the week it's december 26 1983 from madison square garden for the wwf championship bob bachlin versus uh iron Sheik, where uh bachlin gave up the belt. <laughs> because he didn't want to lose to hulk hogan well, fuck you, make him humble. Hot cool. And with uh, Hell in a Cell around the corner, I wanted to, uh, I want you guys to watch a good Hell in a Cell match before the pay-per-view. Uh, so I chose the New Day versus the Usos in a tag team Hell in a Cell match from whatever year that was. So uh, very good tag team Hell in a Cell match these guys put on. So head out and check that one out. You know, very good. good one. Yeah, it is. It's a good one. So. 
There's the bell, so we know what that means. That signifies the end of the three-way dance wrestling podcast. Uh, like like we've said many times, we will be reviewing uh, Hell in a Cell next week. And then the week after that, I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing a movie review. Just haven't decided what movie we're going to do yet. It's either going to be They Live or Peanut Butter Falcon. Or we may just go off the wall and do something like Mr. Nanny. Who knows? Um, <laughs> do like a... Hulk Hogan or Sub- I would do Suburban Commando, but that movie's been done to death in the wrestling community, and we're trying to be different, you know. Santa um, with muscles. We're not doing Santa with muscles. Fuck that. Three we're not doing any of those- at Maga Mountain. No, we're not. Fuck your High Moon at Maga Mountain. We're not doing any of those cheap Hulk Hogan fucking movies. And Mr. Manny wasn't Mr. Manny. Mr. Manny Fernandez. <laughs> Mr. Muppets Nanny from was space, awesome. pal. <laughs> Mr. Nanny was awesome. Muppets from space. He's in it for one scene. Doesn't matter. Oh, we should do. Oh, no, no, no. But seriously, though, we should review The Longest Yard. That might be a good one, Longest Yard. Or The Condemned. The Condemned. Uh, be a good one, too. I like that movie, actually. Yeah, the Chaperone. Oh, oh, God. The Chaperone. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where's your movie at? Oh, mine went straight to DVD just like yours. <laughs> Higher events, higher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here. Thank you guys for listening, and stay tuned next week where we review Hell in a Cell. For Nick and Chubbs, I am the artist version one, and remember, be breezy. <laughs>